Welcome, all of my wonderful listeners, to a pleasant chat with your friend Charles. For those who don't know, allow me to introduce myself. I am Charles, your friend, here to have a pleasant discussion with you about the merits and happenings in our fair city of Jubilee. If your first questions go to me something like, Charles, who are you? Where is Jubilee? What is Jubilee? And why am I in Jubilee? Congratulations! You are one of the 200 newest lucky souls to be awakened from death sleep. Now hold on, don't panic! You weren't dead. You were deathly asleep. The short-form explanation is this. His Highness the King, in his infinite wisdom, understands that the last city on Earth likely does not have the resources to support a full and growing population. So a portion of you go to sleep until His Highness says to wake you up. A simple process, and one which you need not worry too much about. All that matters for you, newly awakened citizen, is that you are now awake, and you are a citizen of Jubilee. So rejoice! Now, for the record, I shall do such an introduction once a month to accommodate the scheduled monthly awakening. And now, with that business out of the way... Let us begin our pleasant chat. As my more seasoned listeners will no doubt recall, Eclipse Day is only a month away. If you have not yet started preparing yourself and your family, I urge you, begin doing so at your very first convenience, and not a single moment after that. You do not want to get caught up in things without a shelter or or a bunker or a hideaway to hunker down in. Very dangerous times. Yeah, which brings us to our first sponsor of the day, Freddy's Food Market and Sundries. Up until Eclipse Day, Freddy's will be offering a 12% discount to any and all families with two or fewer children. Simply provide your DNA card and that of your children, and Freddy's will take care of you in the lead-up to Eclipse Day. Freddy's Food Market and Sundries, where families go for nourishment. In other updates, there have been murmurings around town that the sea level appears to be rising. And, and I can certainly understand these fears. The water is rather close on a normal day, and a great swell or a mighty storm could, in theory, force those waves up into your homes and onto our streets. These murmurings are something His Highness and the Council have heard from you in recent weeks. And further, just this morning, they have answered you. I shall now play for you a transcript of the statement written by His Highness's Chief of Discovery, Sir Lionel McCreary. Have a listen. As pertains to the rumors and speculations that the ocean level is rising, the Office of Discovery has discovered no cause for concern. I repeat, there has been discovered no cause for concern. The reports by citizens come out of an unfounded base of fear. If the water level rises on any certain day or falls on another, it is the way of the world. In short, it happens. Things will be normalized and your homes are in no danger, so do not fear. So ends the statement. Now, I want to point out something that Sir Lionel said in his talk. Two words, no danger. 
I have to tell you, faithful listeners, I find that so incredibly reassuring. We are in no danger from the ocean. And what a happy day this makes this. I don't know about any of you, but my mother never taught me to swim. Of course, she likely also never considered that Jubilee by the Sea would be the last outpost standing in the western United States. But twenty years on, and the last outpost still remains strong. So take that, conspiracies. My faith in our fair city is forever unshaken. However, all this talk of a supposed impending flood did get me thinking. And the thought I've been having is admittedly a little disturbing. It's a question I thought I'd open up to all of you. Why so many apocalypses? I don't mean real ones. We're all still here, chatting pleasantly, so obviously the world didn't end. But every time the collective consciousness thinks something is wrong with our world, we have talk of a new end of days in big red capital letters. Maybe an example will clarify. Who could forget the dark month when the sun quite literally refused to rise and we only received light from a distant crescent of red on the horizon of the Pacific? The talk back then was the sun would never return and our little paradise would become a frozen paradise on a stick. A jubilee popsicle, perhaps. <laughs> but where's the popsicle now? Where the cold? If you remember the dark month, you remember that eventually the winds changed and the sun shone bright and red as ever. One end of days averted. Maybe more present in your minds are the events of two years ago, when a plague hit the region and poisoned all the crops. Food was a scarcity, yes, but I prefer to remember the generosity of my fellow jubilants who gave so much so their peers could survive. The things they gave, the things we surviving few ate. It all saved our lives. And we could not have done an ounce of that if the fallen were not generous with themselves and their belongings. That, in my humble opinion, is what a true crisis does. It brings together the community and forces it to be strong. No matter what happens, we will survive because of the unbreakable, unshakable bond we all have with each other. And because of the strong arm of His Highness the King. With this, Jubilee can remain forever jubilant, and so, dear listener, can you. <laughs> I apologize, but only briefly. I can't help but grow excited when I think of all we've been through, all we've survived. It will happen from time to time, but never fear. Your friend Charles will always be resolute in having his pleasant chat with you, and only occasionally going off track. Now, that out of the way, this next bit comes to us from just down the road from our studio, the public library of His Highness. And it is rather regrettable. Apparently, a boy of no more than 12 years old was caught trying to exit the premises of the library with a copy of J.D. Salinger's A Catcher in the Rye. Now, I won't mince words with this one. The Council has made it very clear that books such as Salinger's work and others like it exist in the library for archival purposes only. If you find yourself in the library and happen to see one of these works, you must not open it. 
do not read a single word. In fact, if you find it in a place it or you should not be, do not even look in the book's direction. It is your duty to inform library personnel that it is out of its designated section and that some miscreant has likely accepted the temptation and had a misstep. That is the only way to help a wayward soul, isn't it? To find help for that wayward soul. Luckily, that is exactly what happened in this latest scandal. The culprit, young Henry Reardon, was caught red-handed by an heroic worker and turned over to the police. Now again, for the newly awakened, I, I don't want to scare you. We do not, as a rule, harm children for their misdeeds. No. A mistake made by a child is a mistake in the upbringing. You can expect that young Henry's parents, George and Wendy, will receive their lashes while Henry is made to watch. And that boy shall never misstep again. Now, perhaps someday such punishments will, will no longer be necessary. To have order like that, I believe, would truly be a weight off the heart of every good and faithful jubilant. Fittingly, that latest story was sponsored by the Public Library of His Highness, where you can find dozens and dozens of council-approved works penned by His Highness himself. Allow the authorized to view the restricted shelves and you yourself may consume approved materials to your heart's content. Just follow the rules. It's easier for us all that way, really. And wouldn't you know, but that jingle tells us it's time for our weekly jubilant mailbag. The letter this week comes from Jennifer Kay from Arlington Way. She writes, Dear Charles, Sometimes when I try to sleep at night, I hear a scary noise from outside my window in the street. My parents say they don't hear it, but they must. Mommy was holding back tears last time. Can you tell me what the scary noise is? Pretty please. Your friend, Jennifer Kay. Dear listeners, I have a confession to make. I am a softie. I love when we have the chance to feature writing from children on this show, flexing their precious minds for all of us to appreciate. And I relish the opportunity to dispense whatever wisdom I do possess on those who wish to gain more. Now, as to your question, Jennifer... I believe what you are hearing is the sound of His Highness's soldiers' boots upon the cobblestone. For the past three weeks, if you did not know, the police force has been taking midnight strolls to ensure that citizens are adhering to curfew, purely a measure taken for your safety and everyone in Jubilee. So, if your mummy and daddy are uncomfortable at the sound, Jennifer, I would advise two things. First, search your house and listen to every conversation you can involving your parents, especially if they don't know you're there. If they're scared of soldiers, they may know someone who's breaking curfew or some other rule that's very important for the survival of this city. And you, by telling the authorities, will be doing a great service to His Highness and your fellow men and women. Second, close your eyes and imagine that the soldiers' boots are the drums of heaven, singing a lullaby to restless little monsters like yourself. 
A healthy rest makes you your best. Now look at the time. We are nigh on finishing the latest edition of A Pleasant Chat. As one quick side note, it is our producer Percy's birthday today. Happy birthday, Percy. All the jubilant listeners and I wish you a prosperous year and a painless death whenever such day should come. To all my listeners, it has been a pleasure chatting with you. I am your friend Charles, signing off. Hey everybody, I'm Michael Hendricks, the writer and editor for this show, as well as the voice for your friend Charles. A Pleasant Chat is a project I'm working on for school that I'm happy to share with you. It's going to be five episodes of varying length, and who knows, we might even hear from other jubilants in future episodes. So tune in next week to discover more of the secrets that Jubilee has to offer. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.